What's going on, y'all? This is episode two of What Took You So Long. This is uh, Bashe Williams. Again, this is not therapy. This is be uncut. Like, we conversation without reservation, not providing therapy. My special guest is not providing coaching. We're just having a conversation. Right, and again, right. creating that safe space for men to just talk about their experiences and what's held us back, what our struggles were, uh, what our triumphs are, and just giving a man a, a place and a voice to be heard and supported and to be just, just chop it up. Like it's a lot of these conversations, a lot of people don't realize what happened. So, right, right. So we started, this is episode two. So we start off, what took you so long? And we got some good information. Make sure you listen to the first um, episode, but on the second episode, still on our first drink. Um, but let's, let's get into it, man. You said yeah. you had a story to tell. So yeah, man, let's pick up right there. Um, story I was going to tell was uh, my freshman year in college. Um, I was dealing with a, a young lady, um, again, being reckless. She wasn't even my girl. Um, and she ended up getting pregnant. I'm going to speed this, this story up so we can get to the meat and potatoes of it. Pregnant um, by you? Yeah. Okay. She got pregnant by me. Um, so, you know, immediately focus changed. And that's one thing, again, that, that I, I, you know, I was proud about of regardless of how I got there, I'm, you know, I'm gonna take care of mine, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. So I tell my parents, you know, and and I'm in prepare mode. And and uh, to this day, my, me and my father had two conversations about this. I call home, my dad was like, well, son, he said, I want you to stay in school, whatever you need to do, he said, but you need a job. And he said, I want you to know something. He said, I already took care of my kids. Mm. He said, I got you to college and, uh, Everything that I do from this point for my grandchild is going to be optional. Mm. That's yours. Um, so my mom, true mom fashion, she she was disappointed. She spazzed out on me a little bit again. And I, again, this is first semester of freshman year of college. Let me mm. add that too as well. Yeah. So, you know, the fear overcame my mother. She was like thinking I was going to have to drop out and do all these things and everything like that. Blah, blah, blah. So young lady she tells her mom and uh her mom was like nope not happening mm. so speeding it up her mother forced her to get an uh, get an abortion um she basically told her if you don't you can't come back to my house i'm not going to help you and i'm not going to pay for your school mm. so essentially she tells her daughter you're going to be homeless if you don't do what i'm telling you to do Wow. You know what I mean? So that's a whole nother level of trauma mm -hmm. for this young lady. And her and I, you know, surprisingly at that age, man, I, you know, again, we weren't in a relationship, you know, it was just very casual, but we both stepped up at that time and said, look, we're going to do what we need to do. We're going to, we're not going to try to make this no shotgun family and all of that, Yeah. but we're going to make this work. And if you and I eventually come to that, so be it. Um, so she has the abortion um and to this day i have not had a conversation with my mother and father about it other than the fact that she had it mm. you know i didn't have the outlet to say this is how i felt about it yeah. you know this is whatever yeah. because it got to the point where she had it at the very end of the road where it was like the last minute where it was like you got a week or yeah. you can't yeah. um so we had done a lot of preparing mentally and emotionally to get to this child. We were preparing like, okay, now we're 
we're, we're beyond the fear. We're beyond the, you know, all the initial things. We're actually saying, okay, we're going to have a kid. Yeah. You know, we're excited. Yeah. Boom. Trauma. You know? And now I don't have an outlet. And her mother was so, man, she, her mom was so gully with it. She was just like, her mother came to the school and just aired me out. Like, you this, you da-da-da-da-da, a whole bunch of things I ain't going to say right now. But <laughs> yeah, but made me really, really feel like less of a man. And again, I'm still dealing with the traumas of past relationships and everything now where I'm internalizing that. Right. Because I'm like, well, mate, wait a minute. I thought I stepped up and did the right thing and this and that, but why is this woman so adamant about not having a child, blah, 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 whatever. All of those things, man, with no outlet, <clears throat> with no outlet. So that was another thing that, uh, that really shaped my perspective of it. So now I got a whole nother thing about having kids and different yeah. things like that man it, it was so crazy man it was so crazy you know what happens and, and, and not to not to minimize a woman's experience in this um because I, I definitely i can't physically they go through something that we can't imagine right absolutely whether it's a miscarriage abortion giving birth just being pregnant um just intercourse like a lot of us we don't even know what they're experiencing right. so <clears throat> A lot of men who, I guess, experience uh, um, a miscarriage, an abortion, like you said, not having an outlet, not having a space to really process that and allow feelings to be there because we have to show up for the person, for the woman who went through the experience. So we got to be strong for them. Right. Right. So I can't say, you know, I'm feeling this too, because there's this level of, you don't really understand. It's me carrying the child. Mm -hmm. It's me mm -hmm. having to go through the procedure. This is a horrific, traumatic experience that they go through, but that takes away, I won't say, but, and it minimizes what we're going through because that's right. a loss for us. Too. Right. Right. So to your point, man, I, the, the, the back end of that story is, trying to support her right mm -hmm. me at that age i'm saying man she went through something traumatic and it wasn't even a hard decision that she had to make for herself because she felt this is the best thing for my life it was forced upon her right mm, yeah so years man years later i would still reach out i was still just knowing we were our relationship was long gone you still making you know sure I mean? she's all right right and vice versa bro she would send me father's day cards for years to the point where I've had to explain in other relationships why this woman is sending me Father's Day cards and I don't have no kids. Wow. So I'm allowing, again, to your point, I haven't had this outlet to express what I felt about it, but I'm still explaining it. Yeah. I'm still having to unpack that Ooh. with new relationships. I can't even move on because I haven't dealt with the trauma of the past thing, man. And it's, you know, again, we go back to the, we minimize our experiences, man. And I try to be very transparent nowadays and open with the smallest things that, you know, even the verbiage of things, man, like that hurt my feelings. That's something black men don't say. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, right. We don't say that hurt my feelings. Right. But if we really go back through time and 
that little thing that won't, that girl said to you or that little thing that, you know, this dude embarrassed you about or whatever, they, they stack up. Mm-hmm. They stack up. Mm-hmm. And then with 30, 40 year old men trying to figure out why we searching and why we overcompensating and why we doing all this other stuff. We still responded to that thing that happened at 10, 13, 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's just amazing to me, man, how it's amazing and it's sad and, and, and sad in the sense of how long we let things fester mm-hmm. simply because there's no one to talk to. Or if there is someone to talk to, we can't trust them because of the traumas right. at that point. You right. know what I mean? Like we've had so many people do us wrong and do us dirty and this and that, man. Like, like it's just overwhelming sometimes with mm-hmm. the emotion of it when you start to really realize it and start to unpack it. I mean, right. I remember, man, I went through a phase before I got married um, of just raw emotion mm-hmm. because I started to do the work. And I know that's something that you always say, man. When yeah. I started to do the work, I didn't realize how much it was. Mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. get to that thing man and that's a, again going back to the to, to our topic that's one of the reasons it took me so long because i didn't realize how much i needed to do before i got to the destination right once i decided what my d- destination was right you know what i mean <laughs> right or, or even know how to do the work yeah yeah man yeah so man that's it man like you said we that's why i love talking to you man i'm, I'm telling you we have so many experiences that we've been through separately that we're talking about now mm-hmm. and we're able to process that you know we, we wish we wish we had this conversation earlier maybe we'll be here in a different space who knows but you know we had our things i'm glad we're here now right right so i i think about we talking about college right my freshman year in college so i'm going down to tennessee and i'm like okay let me go down here i'm still trying to be this nice guy whatever and so I'm, I'm dating, I'm dating this girl, right? First college girl. And and I'm not a virgin at this point. So we, you know, we messing around. All of a sudden her, her pager goes off. This is, this is, so this is 97. <laughs> she had a page. <laughs> her pager goes off like after we finished and she's like looking at the pages. She was like, all right, hit them back. And I was like, what? She was like, but who am I with? Like, why are you worried about who's on my pager? And so I couldn't be like, cause we just, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I had to immediately like withdraw and be like, okay, that's how we rocking. So she, she with me now, but I don't know what she's doing after, but mm-hmm. I can't say nothing about that. Mm-hmm. We're not in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. We're in college. And then I started to pay attention to everything around me. That's how everybody was getting that. Yep. Yep. Like your page are going off at, at one o'clock in the morning, you looking, you checking, like, I'm gonna hit them back. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, 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 I and at that the particular time, we went out to eat like a week later. And I told her, I was like, you too much for me. You got too much going on. And I didn't say what I really wanted to say. It was like, I can't handle you dating other people. Like, I don't, I don't, that's, that's not, that's, that's not me. familiar right. for me. Like, right. I, I, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Like, right. I'm, cause I had in this, I had my mindset that I was going to go to college, meet the person I was supposed to marry. And then. By the time I get finished, we, good. we we good. We right. married. We gonna have this long relationship. We're gonna build yeah. and all that type of stuff. But that's just that was just not my experience. Maybe I picked the wrong ones. Who knows? But those are my experiences. 
And then the next year, so I said, I'm not dating anybody down in Tennessee because that's how they get down. Yeah. So I decided I went home that summer and I found somebody else to date. And I was like, all right, boom. I got the girl. She's going to be at home. I'm going to be in college. She's yeah. in college there. She's going to come to school. I'm eventually. Yeah. Get her to come down. She came down to school and she cheated on me at, at my school. Oh, man. Like everybody knew me <laughs> in the whole entire school. And I had opportunities to do stuff, but I was like, no, I got a girl. Yeah. If you went to my apartment, I'm in a four bedroom apartment. You see our letters to each other, our pictures all over my wall. Yeah. Yeah. My my homeboy's four bedroom apartment. I remember was uh shout out to Birdie. Birdie Trigg and Darnell. Birdie's, I think it was it was his birthday, maybe the 19 or 20, whatever. We had we paid for a stripper. He wanted a stripper. Yeah. Stripper came and danced in our apartment. I'm in the room, my door locked, and I'm on the phone with my girl. Oh, man. So they're like, come on out here, man. I was like, nah, that was for your birthday. I'm being faithful. I said, see, babe, I'm on the phone with you. Right. Like, I ain't messing around right. with them. They banging on the door. You know how it is. They yeah. banging on the door, yeah. and they got her banging on the door. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not coming out. And so I stayed on the phone with her for three hours until she left. And then after that, I'm like, good. It was like, oh, you a sucker, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm, I'm faithful. That's how, yeah. that's how we do. Yeah. So she comes to school the next semester and cheats. And it's crazy because I felt it. I literally felt it when it was happening. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. in class. My stomach just started churning. My head just started pounding. I started sweating. The first thing I thought was her. Yep. I got up out of the class. We had these hallway, hallway uh, phones. You got to dial in, whatever. Called a scene in my apartment. She's not in her dorm room. Call her friend. Nobody's answering. It lasted like 20 minutes. Then it went away. So I was like, I don't know what that was. Man. Finish the class, go back. And then I see her. I'm in the gym by that time. I'm in the gym hooping. And I see her coming. She was like, I was like, I tried to call her. She was like, I was always running with my homegirl. So I was like, all right. But the, her homegirl just looked. I like, couldn't even look me in my yeah. eye. Yeah. So I was like, all right, something's going on. So the next night, we had dinner, came back to my apartment. We was talking. I was just like, hey, let's, you know, let's mess around, whatever. And she was like, I thought you said you wanted because at that particular time, I was like, let's get it right. Like, I'm, we're going to chill. I'm not going to do nothing. Yeah. I was like, no, I changed my mind. Let's let's get it in. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. And then she just broke down crying. I said, I knew it. I felt it. Mm. And she was like, don't break up. All this, stuff. all this. You know, I was just like, man. And it was from a. A dude, the next day I got a message, the dude sent the message through somebody else saying that, um, please don't be mad at me. Don't beat me up. Like, I didn't know something, whatever. It was crazy. Wow. So I was like, man, I was like, tell your, tell your boy I'm not even tripping off him. She made the decision. That's where I was. Yeah. I was hurt by her. Yeah. Like, he just did what he did because yeah. she, she gave yeah, access. That, that's a man. Yeah. But of course, you know, after you give somebody a pass, Young boy started acting rowdy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and then it turned into something else. And I'm like, all right, so now now it's going like I gave you a pass. Now you're acting hard. So then it was about to be this whole big thing. It was like my dudes against their dudes, but it eventually it nothing happened. So eventually she went back home. But I'm living, I'm staying on campus back there, dealing with the exposure, dealing with the hurt and pain, nobody to go to. I went home to my mother. She couldn't say anything. I went to my father, he couldn't say anything. I went to my boys who knew her 
And it was like, oh, yeah, she's always been kind of like whatever. Yeah. But we figured that if she got with you, she would stop that. I was like, what? So I'm supposed to save like yeah. that. <laughs> like, and from that point on, I lived out that trauma by if anybody got close to me, if I got close to anybody, I'm doing something to sabotage. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting and, up another girl. And see, that's that's a dangerous place to be because the the sad part about it is in that arena, it worked. Mm-hmm. Right? I similar situations with me, it's almost like a trigger went off, like, oh, this is what we're doing. And the first time that I operated in that space where I wasn't trying to be faithful, I wasn't trying to be that guy. I was just doing what I did. And it was like, I don't really feel nothing. You yeah. know, I was numb. Yeah. It wasn't that it was the right thing. I just was numb. Mm-hmm. And I was able to operate from that place of just not feeling anything. Right. And that was better than feeling the pain. Yeah. Yeah. So it went on for years for me, man. Mm-hmm. Years. And I, I mean, college, it was just, it was a point where, like I said, the light bulb went off. I realized it worked. And the next thing I know, it was six years later, and I just had bodies. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Just, just real. You know what right. I mean? And I don't know what wakes you up out of that stupor. You know what yeah. I mean? Like for me, to be honest, I can't tell you what it was. I could. I wish I could say, "Oh, I met my wife, and she changed my perspective, and all this stuff like that." Me and my wife had some of the same similar traumas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank God we were able to work through things and, right. and move past it. But you know, it's just a tough place to be when you're when you again we go back to you don't have anyone to talk to, you don't have the outlets, and it seemingly is working. Yeah. Right? So right. And, and you know what's crazy? Because I think a lot of times, if we were to do a survey, I think a lot of times it'll be men who are acting hard. You know, the shell says, I'm good. I'm getting mm-hmm. these girls. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. But the little boys in them are like, yo, I need help. Like, mm-hmm. I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. So all I'm doing is suppressing, outsexing, you know, all the different things, trying to beat this trauma, trying to beat these yeah. experiences. Because the world is telling me I need to divide and conquer. I need to get everything I can get. And then eventually I'll settle down. Yeah. Man, I remember it was late in my college years. And I... I reached a point where I was in my apartment, man. I, you know, I had a couple of roommates at one point in time. Then I got my own apartment and I came home one day and I was just crying mm. and I couldn't figure out why I was crying, man. And really what I realized after weeks, man, cause it like, I, I just boohoo cried that night, man, that whole night I didn't sleep, but it was just like a, a, a feeling lingered on with me for weeks. Mm. And I realized it was like, I don't want to do this. Mm. You know what I mean? And again, it wasn't, back to the other point, it wasn't this thing that triggered it. It wasn't like I had this great experience with a woman or this or that or whatever. It was just, I guess it was just time. It was God saying, all right, look, enough is enough. And what I realized, I remember saying this to myself. I was like, yo, you were the setup. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. think you running these girls and everything they passing you around, bro. And the I referral was like, process. yeah, it was a referral process for real, bro. I was mm-hmm. like, the word got out. Yeah. And it was like, I, and at that point in time, it made me realize like, yo, this is 
like I didn't I didn't set out, I never set out to be that guy. And right. and you know, I I never was a guy who just would go swimming and all of that. I always had a great time, but that's all it was. It was just fun, man. Right. It was nothing serious. And I got to a point where all of the things that should have been my accomplishments, you know, I was supposed to be graduating. I was graduating late. I wasn't really on a career path with anything. I yeah. didn't have a you know a stable relationship to sustain. And I started seeing all of the people that I was rocking with doing some of these things or one, if not all of these things. Mm. And I was like, yo. And I remember one of my dudes, man, he got married earlier. And um, I think his wife was pregnant. And he was like, yo, man. He was like, I love you, bro. He was like, but you're not going to be Uncle B with <clears throat> the next chick with my daughter at the cookout, bro. Yeah, wow. And it wow. hit me. Like, wow. Like, it just, and then after that, everything started unraveling. And the funny part about it was, I knew I didn't want to do it then, but I had operated in that space for so long, it still took me years to change Come the behavior here, yeah. because I didn't know, I didn't even know how to stop. I didn't know how to stop the behavior, how to start doing the work or even communicate it because I, I couldn't communicate it to myself. I didn't know what was wrong, man. Yeah. Um, That's crazy because like similar, having that experience and trying to outwork it, whatever doing I'm doing to kind of just being out there, the whole referral process. And and that's another blow, too, because now you you done told your that's your homegirl, but she coming after me after you told her what we did. So mm -hmm. we don't have no secrecy. We don't have no protection. And the same thing, you know, we tell we tell our boys certain things. Right, right. But I wasn't one to go around and telling everybody who I was messing with. So to hear another girl was like, yeah, what's such and such? I heard about you. Like, what's up? And I'm like, okay. But I'm, I'm I'm like all right let's get it in because again that person that hurt me I'm mm -hmm. trying to still prove to the little mm -hmm. boy that got hurt that you are all right yep so now I'm trying to show up and I'm right. I'm not connected with anybody I'm just having sex with everybody mm -hmm. and you got to live up to the to, mm -hmm. the to the standard right. you can't be the punk now because they don't they don't put you out there as the man you can't let the crowd down and right you, and you hear you hear I don't know how she cheated on you yeah. And I'm still trying to, I don't know how, like, <laughs> what, what is it? And so, then, yeah. Yeah. And that gave me this false sense of, of self-esteem. Yeah. I my self-esteem yeah. was attached to my pants, bro. Like everything I always, I got this saying, man, I was like, everything that, everything that my self-esteem was built on was in my pockets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was even a little bit of change that I thought I had, which was nothing mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. It was my junk because I was smashing joints like crazy on my keys because of whatever car I was driving. You know what I mean? Wow. And it wasn't even that it was a good car. It was right. just I, I was, was driving to school with a car. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I had the little right. Honda Civic car. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> but it, it 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 just shows, man, how it's amazing, bro. How we just again it goes back to the trauma and how it just kept cycling and cycling and cycling man and you know what let me jump in real quick because the, that's so fascinating you said that because after i got cheated on i took a semester off i was so embarrassed of what happened that i couldn't show my face in school yeah and i said i'm gonna go back but i ain't going back without money i ain't going about going back without a car and I ain't going back without new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and I took that semester off 
that summer and that first semester off, I stacked my bread. I had my Ford Explorer, Eddie Bauer edition yeah. with the leather, with the yeah. phone that Which wasn't is working. Joke back in the, day. <laughs> right. the phone wasn't working, but I was still pressing the button because it yeah. would let you dial out and yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And that was, I used to pull up, I remember being so corny one night. It was a let out. I remember I tried to hurry up and leave the club first so I can pull around to the front mm-hmm. and y'all could see me. And it was like, it's like 30 degrees outside. I got my windows down. So yeah. Open. Yeah. They got to see your face. <laughs> what you mean? Right. Right. And I remember looking, I was, I was, so I was still like, I still love like R&B and stuff like that. So I had the, the Jaheen song when he first came out. Uh, Could it be the ice you see? I'm playing that. Like I'm pulling in front of the joint. Like the speakers on, I had my little my little subwoofer in the back. Yeah, I was like, man, I was just look back, man. I was so corny. Yeah, man. But I was just, I did not ever want to show up like that little boy that got hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, man. We we attach ourselves to all of the things that to that, to like you said, we attached ourselves to the to the trauma, you know, and we're we're trying to outwork the trauma and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, man. Um, it's just, it's funny, man. I, I laugh at some of the things I used to do. Like, yeah. It's just so much, man, that that I don't want to say wasted time because there, there was a lesson in all of it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was unfocused emotion, you know. And I yeah, I remember, man, this, this crushed me, man. And I laugh at it now, but I remember telling the chick, you know, we had been kicking it for a minute. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling you. Da-da-da, whatever. And she was like, all right. Wow. And it was literally from a place of, I'm not taking you serious. And years later, we had a conversation. She was like, yo, I was in love with you. I was digging you. But I wasn't putting myself out there for you. Yeah. You was Byron. You know what yeah. I mean? You was that yeah. guy. So yeah. I, how, why would I take you serious? And that's when I realized that's another thing. Like there was so, and going back to the early part of the conversation where I said there was a lot of women who I had feelings for, mm-hmm. but how can I expect them to take me serious? I don't even uh, take myself serious. Yeah, I don't take myself serious. Yeah. They they got I, I got to this point by the referral process. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. So that's like, just crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if somebody if they, if your homegirl told you about me and you coming after me, like I can't trust you. Yeah. Like the, the thought process that we have is, yeah, it was just the immaturity and a lot of, again, undeveloped emotions and behaviors and stuff like that. It, it was, it was, a, it was definitely, and but I thank God because it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. As reckless as we were, it could have been a lot worse. Like we could not be here right now. Yeah, there's a lot of different diseases, yeah. and we could have had like multiple kids and whatever. Just bad situation in general, man. Yeah. You know. Sometimes you gotta take a deep breath and be like, I thank God he 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 covered me through that time. And even the people that I came in contact with, like they're they're good too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know. I you know, I always say this, man. There are because of my past rendezvous experiences and everything. I've ruined a lot of good friendships. Mm. You know, there's so many women that what I realized on both sides, we were focusing our energy on something that it shouldn't be, where our connection was just a really great friendship. Mm-hmm. But all we knew was sex. So we did that. And out of respect now, I'm not going to have you know, the woman that I did all of these things with come to my house with my wife. Right. 
Right. But hindsight being 2020, I realized like that was just my friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm missing out on a great friendship simply because again, my emotions are out of whack. And yeah. and I didn't have no boundaries. These, no boundaries. Right. Right, man. So but well, we didn't know. I mean, the same thing. We again, this is why it's so important. This is why I have a conversation with my son about like I tell him a lot. And I know his mother, like you told him, I was like, Yeah, I don't want him to go through any traumatic experiences. No, I can't stop him from from doing that. But I wanted to let him know that he can talk to me as well. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't want him to be in a situation like me and his mother in where we have joint like he gotta go back and forth we went through our whole drama and stuff like that yeah yeah so but i get it you know we're coming up at the end of the episode but we gotta have you back for another topic uh, absolutely another man. time absolutely man there's uh i feel like we still just you know scratching the surface of this iceberg with this thing man there's absolutely. so many different things uh experiences and just like you said even conversations we've begun to have since we linked back up man so that's why, look, that's why I say you're the marriage mentor, like literally. And y'all know what I do, like professionally, but I lean on my man right here, man, to help me through conversations, situations, and just being a better husband. Because I got the tools, I got the paperwork, I got all that type of stuff, but then real life happens. <laughs> you got, it's game time, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can, game I, can, time, I, can, I can, man, listen, I can coach a husband from zero to 100. But then I still have my stuff. Right. So right. who do I lean on? That's my man right here, my man, marriage mentor. I, 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 t- I always tell you, and I tell you like I tell other people that I coach, man, it's not about being perfect. It's about the purpose, man. Yeah. And that's that sums it up, man. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Stay tuned. I'm going to have my man Byron back. I appreciate, appreciate y'all listening. And Thank we'll you talk for having soon. me, man. Thank you for having me. Anytime, bro. Appreciate you. Yep.